You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Rides Winning Insights, Horse and Rider's mini-sode series where we share audio lessons from Horse and Rider on-demand trusted Western professionals. At Horse and Rider On Demand, you can enjoy hundreds of how-to videos from disciplines like reining, ranch riding, reined cow horse, natural horsemanship, and more. Plus, you'll get insider access to clinic footage and step-by-step tutorials taught by top-level Western professionals. Head over to ondemand.horseandrider.com and use promo code THERIDE for 15% off our basic membership. That's ondemand.horseandrider.com and code THERIDE for 15% off. In this week's episode, Bud Lyon talks about the importance of practicing without over-practicing to do what's best for your horse. This episode is brought to you by El Lugar. Our cherished horses are more than a mere activity on a list. We are a bustling horse ranch with more than 50 of the finest Costa Rican bred horses and the heart of our sister property, the El Lugar Resort in Costa Rica, We create an adventure for you and your unique talents, abilities, and desires. What would make this the most beautiful experience of your life? We'd love to know. Learn more at www.elencanto.cr. Another topic I want to discuss that we have some conversation about uh, with my youth and amateur riders at Budline Performance Horses is the balance between practicing for a rider and practicing for the horse or doing what's best for the horse versus what's best for the rider. And that can certainly be an area that um, can create a challenge. A lot of novice riders feel like they have to practice for themselves and in order to create that muscle memory and they need a lot of repetition and you know you can certainly understand that that uh, philosophy does apply in a lot of different areas in life and other uh, athletic endeavors and and hobbies that don't involve animals or don't involve horses Um, unfortunately when you're talking about performance horses sometimes a rider practicing uh, for the benefit of the rider does uh, not help the, the horse as much and it creates some habits uh, within the horse that um, are not desirable. So I think you know, a lot of times there needs to be a healthy balance between some of that you know, professional oversight um, or some of that uh, you know, correction and discipline uh, where we practice f- for the benefit of the horse and making the horse be correct um, you know, versus uh, practicing for the rider. Um, you know, you definitely need to feel at ease and feel prepared and confident and, and ready as a rider, but um, it is a fallacy in my experience to expect that uh, if, you know, your, your skill set is a little, little limited that you can practice, practice, practice for the benefit of yourself um, and uh, not uh, have your horse be as correct 
uh, as possible because a lot of those horses are going to learn to adapt to whatever it is they're being asked to do or whatever type of rider is on their back. So, you know, we really feel like uh, in my program, uh, when the non-professional riders come, you know, we want to allow them to practice as much as possible uh, to get themselves better. But then we also feel like there's definitely a time and place and a need for uh, the professional trainers to hop on those horses and make sure that they're still doing their job uh, uh, accurately and appropriately. Um, you know, if you're uh, a non-professional rider with a very advanced skill set and, you know, you have the ability to maintain and prepare your horses for competition, then I think that's great. And you probably already know how to strike that healthy balance between practicing for yourself and practicing for the benefit of your horse. But um, aside from that, I think there, there really is benefit in, uh, you know, mixing it up a little bit and, you know, at the very least making sure that some days, you know, you can practice for the rider and then other days you practice just for the benefit of the horse. And maybe that means, you know, as an example, uh, a couple of days a week, you uh, practice doing, uh, you know, a pattern, be it ranch riding or reining, or you put segments of a pattern together and you're doing that for the benefit of yourself. Um, there is some benefit of that in your horses as well, but the more you practice uh, those patterns or those those particular uh, pieces of patterns, the more that horse learns that pattern and might develop some bad habits, uh, might learn to anticipate a little bit and get a little ahead of you, think a little ahead of, of the rider. Um, so, you know, while you can do that, I think it's also wise to go back and make sure those, you know, those other two or three days of the week, you know, that you're riding, that you are making your horse be correct, be disciplined. Don't worry about doing, you know, a pattern or doing pieces of the pattern, work on individual maneuvers, you know, slow things down, make sure that horse is doing their job correctly and not just, you know, uh, quickly. Um, it's a really important uh, concept if you want your performance horse uh, or your show horse to have longevity in our industry. And um, I think that that's a balance that everyone needs to try to strike um, regardless of who you are. This episode is brought to you by El Lugar. Learn more at www.elencanto.cr. Thank you for tuning in to the Rides Winning Insights mini-sode podcast. We hope you enjoyed this mini-sode. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow Horse and Rider on social media and at horseandrider.com to see all the cool things that we're up to. If you have any comments or questions, please be sure to hit us up at horseandrider at equinenetwork.com. We love to hear from you guys. And if you love what you're listening to, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes.